Hello, everyone, and thanks for listening to the quote-unquote Christmas episode for 2022, regardless of your personal take on the winter holidays. In this episode, I mentioned that I've been making music. I wanted to share that with you, so instead of the normal music we run at the end of the episode, I'll be using one of my songs, Black Symphony, as a closing piece. If you like it or want to hear more of my stuff, just go to proxyhell.bandcamp.com. That's P-R-O-X-Y-H-E-L-L.bandcamp.com. Thanks for listening. Hello and welcome to Storytime with Tom and Mike. I'm Tom. And I'm Mike, isn't it? Hey! Hey! You know what it is tonight? I don't know. It's our Christmas episode. Christmas time. I'm not, not going to be one of those people who bullshit students as happy holidays or whatever because uh, even though I'm not a Christian, I do actually celebrate Christmas. So. See, I am one of those people that says happy holidays because I know it pisses people off. Really? That's the I reason purposely, I, I purposely fucking say it because I know that all those keep the Christ in Christmas people get super <laughs> mad about that shit. So I'll be like, I, hey, happy holidays. <laughs> happy Hanukkah. And they'll be like, well, Merry Christmas. I'm, I'm like, I mean, there's more than one holiday. All I'm saying is like this particular episode drops two days before Christmas Day. Mm-hmm. So it's our Christmas episode. Normally it's our holiday episode, but this year it's our Christmas episode. Yay! Yay! Which Let's not forget, un- which does not imply a belief in Christ on my part. It doesn't imply a lack of respect towards any other faiths. Um, although you know, I'm not particularly faith-based myself. But Correct I- me if I'm wrong, but isn't Christmas a pagan thing, anyways? It is. Yes. Like it started off as a pagan thing, and then like every fucking other thing in the Bible, they stole it. <laughs> Yeah, no, it's totally pagan. Like the the tree, uh, the Yule log, uh, the mistletoe. Like I dumped the Yule log right before I came on here. I'm sure you did. <clears throat> but would it burn? That's the question. Um, I think given the right conditions, yes, it would have probably to be a lot more dry than it was. But not straight out of the, the hole. No. No. Okay. So no, no burn. I mean, literally anything will burn if it's hot enough. But you know what I mean, like. <laughs> why why <laughs> well you're the one that needed to equate a yule log to a turd so i'm just uh, pushing your buttons on that it topic. uh it definitely you know it makes sense it rises to that level so mm-hmm. i'm good with that okay All right. <sighs> you're good with it you're yeah. you're comfortable with it you know when i was a kid we used to wait until christmas like eve sometimes We'd put the tree up like a little before that, but we usually decorate it on Christmas Eve. Mm-hmm. And then it would stay up till whatever the fucking day is in January. That's what everybody calls a little Christmas. I have no fucking idea what that actually is. Couldn't tell you the date. Little if, Christmas. If somebody like put a gun to my head. Yeah. I think if you look it up, it'll probably be like, you know, you'll ne- probably get a definitive answer. I've never in my life heard of this. You never phrase, heard anybody call it a little Christmas? Well, no. we need to look this up whilst we're sitting here because this always makes for great yeah. uh podcast. But um, Christmas. Oh, now you're gonna look it up before I get the chance. Also to. known as Old Christmas, Green Christmas, or Twelfth Night is one of the traditional names among Irish Christians and Amish Christians for sixth January. There you it go. Is also more widely known as the Feast of the Epiphany. 
after celebrated after the conclusion of the 12 days of Christmas tide. It is the end, the traditional end of the Christmas season, and until 2013 was the last day of the Christmas holidays for both primary and secondary schools in Ireland. Little Christmas. See that? I actually it's like second breakfast. I was actually on par for for once with something <laughs> that I came up with that just out of my childhood because there's a lot of things that like I'll say to people and they'll look at me and go. Dude, that's that's fucking weird. Like there's little little uh, green bugs that can fly through the screen of your door. Like my my dad calls them wheat slices. Yeah, you and like you've mentioned that before. Yeah, I've said that to people and like, what the fuck are you talking about? And I'm like, you know, it's a little, they're like, that's no, not what they're called. But I was right on Little Christmas. <clears throat> yeah. Well, congratulations on being right. That was that was a little has a little win for me there. But we used to do you know that stuff and like I feel like. When I had kids that were young and in the house, we always wanted to put the Christmas tree up early and we'd have it up like a week beforehand and stuff. And now I'm kind of like, I don't even really fucking care if the Christmas tree goes up at all. I just don't care. Well, we tried because we don't have kids. Obviously, we don't have never really had much motivation. But the first year we tried a tree and I was like insisting on getting a real tree. Ugh. And so we got the real biggest tree. fucking mess ever. Oh, such a mess. And I live yeah. in this apartment on the like, I want to say I'm like the sixth floor. <laughs> and, you had a muscle fucking tree. Yeah. Either into an elevator or up six flights of stairs. It was up. It was up four flights because it was like the front where the, the front where we we parked to bring the tree in was like on what would effectively be the second floor of the building because there was a back part that was on a lower ah okay like, a lower slope of the, of the property i get what you mean yeah and um so it was up four flights with a um elevator which wasn't of course terrible i mean stuffing it in the elevator wasn't fun and then you know you're getting into the house you set it up and everything um put the fucking lights and stuff and then the cats immediately are like i'm gonna destroy everything on this tree that i can reach mm-hmm. this is a real tree so i can climb all the way up inside it and through it and have no problems whatsoever there's all kinds of bugs and sap yeah fire it's hazard gonna, yeah it's gonna, yeah it's not a problem at all it's not a huge risk to have this moldering pine in your home but, <laughs> <laughs> so you know, eventually it starts to turn to, to needles. And I'm like, I don't know what the fuck to do with it. Which so comes I, on a lot faster than you think it's going to. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It was like January like 1st, I think, is when I took it out. And like I stuffed it in a I stuffed the trash bag over top of it. And then I kind of like did this awkward other side where it's like the bottom had a trash bag around it. And then I tried <laughs> to duct tape those two halves together. <laughs> I walk it and I made it about halfway and like all these pine needles were dumping all over the ground the entire hallway from my apartment to the escape door where I went to take it down the flight and I pushed it down the steps down like six flight of steps took it out to the dumpster which I don't even think you were supposed to do because imagine how many people would put their their Christmas oh, yeah. dumpsters but I just threw it in there and then like I just didn't even fucking care about the pine needles. I just like kind of like kicked them around so they weren't as obvious. 
Yeah, well, I was going to say, you just stopped the trail somewhere else. So it isn't obvious that it was up to your door. Like, you know, vacuum right outside your door and be like, which apartment was it? That one, this one or this one? I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. And and yeah, it was a fucking mess. And so after that, we got a a fake Christmas tree, but it was a cheap one and it sucked. And it also dropped needles everywhere. No, but (laughs) yeah, that was a feature. No, it just didn't. I didn't feel like a proper Christmas tree to me. Now, you know, you can buy some of these artificial trees that are really, really impressive. Mm -hmm. But by that point, we were like, yo, we don't really do this. Like, this isn't us. It just doesn't feel like in my character to decorate. If I had kids in the house, it'd be a different story. But because I don't have kids in the house, it just seems like I'm like, you know, it feels like dressing up on Halloween night to go out for a party, but not going out for a party. You're sitting in your home. <laughs> That's how it feels for me. It's you mean you're not supposed empty, to do that? It's an empty gesture. It just feels sad to me. You know, I don't know. Everyone has their reasons. And, the, and, and I love a good Christmas display. I love a good Christmas display. This is literally uh, probably my favorite time of year because, yeah, you know, everything like even when you go to the store and shit, there's Christmas music playing and people are just generally feel like their spirits are, are higher. Mm. You know, yeah. even though, uh, you know, like especially if you go on Black Friday or something like that, you're taking your life in your own hands and people are murderous about that <laughs> shit <laughs> but you know the rest of the time i mean i i i dig that whole thing it, when it starts too early it's it's you know a nuisance but one thing i think we can all agree on is that by the time new year's rolls around everybody stops playing christmas music oh, because yeah. the stores are already ready for valentine's day mm-hmm. you know and right. uh another fucking made up crazy holiday like for the card industry right well that's, that's my feeling on it anyway because January feels like a month-long hangover. <laughs> you know, it is, it yeah. Really I mean, does. you know, you eat really well from Thanksgiving until New Year's. And then, you know, there's like, there's no reason to have a feast. There's no reason to get together with people or right. to really it's, do much of anything. It's like January is the month of solitude. <laughs> it is, yeah, of, of regret and solitude. And yeah, like, like, I can't believe I ate the whole thing. Yeah. Yeah, and 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 then... You know, February rolls around and people start being like, is it time for love? And more candy. And more candy. <laughs> and then there's candy after that on Easter. Yeah. Yeah. And and of course, there's a, a drinking holiday in between that. Uh, of course. We're, we're getting our, we're getting ahead of ourselves. I know. Because- I, I know. But I, I love this. I love this holiday talk because I yeah. was going to say, man, the St. Patty's Day. The only day of the year that it's acceptable to piss green, yeah, and then you don't yeah. need to go to a doctor for it, yeah, you know. Yeah. But oh, the, you know, you know, if you ever eat like blue cotton candy, you'll piss green. Really? Yeah. If you <laughs> eat blue cotton, at least if I do, I know I if like, you drink Pepto Bismol, your shit's black. Yeah, that's and hella the- disturbing the first time it happens. You don't expect it to, and you're like, "Oh, oh my god, what's wrong with me?" It turns your poop. I'm green. rotting. <laughs> It turns your poop green too. Yeah, it's sort of a. It's very alarming to look in the toilet after doing a, taking a shit and seeing a mass of blue. Yeah, that would be like that would be traumatic. I would think if you if you weren't expecting it, you know. Yeah. Well, like I drink Pepto Bismol now, and I'm like, oh well, 
I guess I'll just have cold turds for the next couple of days. No big deal. But yeah. uh, the first time it happened, I was like, oh, my God, my insides are rotting. Well, Why? yeah. Well, yeah, because they say, like, if you get. Why are we talking about this? this I, I don't know. I'm, it's it just kind of flowing naturally like that, you know? Yeah, I just don't want to talk about bloody stools. All right, well, uh, that's where this is headed. You know, the other thing for January then is another reason why it's kind of a drab down kind of solitude month is because you made all those great fucking resolutions if you do that and you broke every single one of them within the first three hours right. <laughs> of the day when you were awake right. on january 1st yeah I called. Like, i'm not going to masturbate so frequently this yeah. year i yeah. said as i prepared to masturbate directly after midnight <laughs> yeah yeah drunkenly at like the worst shit you can <laughs> masturbate to in your collection like you're like, nah, I'm going to delete all this stuff, but I should take one last look at it. And then you find that Midget one brony porn. <laughs> yeah, you find that one folder that you were holding off on for like a special occasion. You bust that one out. Mm. Drunkenly, desperately masturbate to it. <laughs> as, as, as three, two, one, happy new year. Ugh, skeet. And but I'm done. But there's no one there for you to kiss because your significant other is sleeping. And you're covered in your own jizz. That's true. Again. When was the last time that you stayed up on New Year's to see the uh, to, to see, see like the apple drop on purpose? Never, I, dude. It's been so fucking long. Like I've gone to friends' houses. I've sometimes stayed till midnight, even mm -hmm. <laughs> often not, but usually, uh, usually it's like, yeah, we'll see you guys like ten, <laughs> you know. <laughs> but uh, I have managed to to do it a couple of times, and and. Like the thing is, like, and I think we've talked about this before. I don't have many memorable New Year's Eve experiences. There were a few. Um, but I worked most, most of them up until like from the time that I can remember up until I was in my in my mid 30s. I worked most mm -hmm. New Year's Eves. So yeah. my fucking memories were working and watching other people get stupid drunk. Yeah, I remember I I was working new year's eve and i got off work at like midnight and i just showed up at different people's houses and <laughs> seriously like on my way home i was like i'm gonna stop at this person's house oh, the lights are on. A party <laughs> cool they're having a party i'm gonna hang out for like 15 minutes ah this party sucks i'm gonna go see what my other friends are doing ah they're watching uh um reruns of twilight zone and it's like okay so neither you know this party was a rager i didn't really want to be there it's too much energy the show watching was a little too little energy so once again i'm disappointed with my new year's and i just go home <laughs> so what i what i've come to to look at as new year's is like a time of no expectation for me like i know on christmas day i'm going to my parents house and i'm going to visit and I know that on Thanksgiving, I'm going to do that. I know on, on Halloween, one of those nights, I'm going to be invited to carve pumpkins. You know, there's just certain things I know. New Year's is like, I might or might not get together with some or many people and do something or nothing at all, depending on the mood that strikes me at that moment of that day. And I'm not going to let the rest of my year be dictated by how I spent that fucking night. Yeah. You know. And 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 I'm not going to make a bunch of promises to myself 
that I can't just make right now and and act on right now. Well, so, then I don't think anybody ever had truly has New Year's resolutions like firmly implanted that they're actually going to do them. I think everybody expects to fail at them. Well, right. That's kind and, of part of the, the shtick. Yeah, it, it is a joke. So I make it a point not to make any resolutions or start any new habits during that week. Like if I feel like I'm going to go to the gym because I was for a little while and then I stopped again. And uh, if I go back to the gym, it won't be in the first week of January out of just pure stubbornness. It'll be like, no, I'm going to choose to start this a week after every other schlub has just because it needs to happen, not because I did it for New Year's. I don't want to be the person, but, you know, I'm fooling myself to a certain degree because you always have to start something somewhere. True. I don't know. I just think I just think that the whole New Year's Eve thing is just a big joke. And it always has been for me. Like, I thought it was fun when I was a little kid, but I also thought a lot of other things were fun when I was a little kid that I later learned were stressful for adults, like <laughs> family reunions, for example. You know, family reunion, when you're a kid, it's like all the other kids. Cool, I'm going to run around and make a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of noise and scream and yell and break things. Um. And, you know, break one of my cousin's favorite toys. And then my parents are pissed off because they have to pay for it. <laughs> and the cousin's parents are like, no, 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 no. And of course they mean, yes, absolutely. But they're saying, no, 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 no. And then when you get to be an adult, you see those dynamics for what they really are, which is just adults who are all trying to figure out how the fuck to get along with everyone in the room when everyone's politics don't match and you wouldn't choose to hang out with these people if they weren't your relatives and it's uncomfortable and you're cramming. That's why I have a family house. full of alcoholics because that was the only way that they could mm -hmm. coexist together yeah. when there was a family gathering was to but, all get shit faced because then everybody's funny. Everybody's happy. And you know, yeah, but that can bring out some, that can bring out the loud mouth, like, politics and people too even more i don't think that that was i it's funny you mentioned the politics thing because i think that that wasn't a super hot button topic until you know relatively recently like you know maybe the early 2000s is when people started talking about that shit more frequently i think before that people were just like eh it sucks and i don't like it but yeah what do you gotta do mm -hmm. It's pretty much yeah. status quo. Things don't change that much. And then crazy shit started happening. And then all of a sudden everybody was like, yo, this is the kind of stuff that uh, that is really touchy and that I'm going to be forced to bring up because I'm a dick, mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, to my family. And uh, and and that's when it really became an issue. I just like, like I think, you know, religion probably before that, I'm sure, you know, politics, yeah. though, eh. I don't know. I couldn't see my family sitting down and talking about politics. So that I'll say, but now definitely, yeah, I could definitely see us doing it now. Yeah. Uh, 10, well, not 10, 20 years ago, probably, probably not so much. Maybe, I maybe have just this, starting to, you know, I have this uncle who uh, he's pro Trump and he's, he's a lifelong salesman and a really, really well-educated guy, you know, and it, I refuse to get into political debates with him because he wins. He, he just knows too much and he has too many angles on everything. So like, you know, you talk to him and he's like, 
You say, well, this about Trump. And he'll be like, ah, yes, but have you considered this, 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 this? And he never insults you. You know, he doesn't belittle you or make you feel small for not agreeing with you, with him. He just confounds you with information. And you're like, I don't know how to refute some of this shit. I'm not prepared. That's it's the reason I don't debate with people. Oh, yeah. Same here, because because some somebody always knows something or read something that you didn't. mm -hmm. And they'll bring that shit up and then you're scrambling. Yeah, it's a lot easier to do that kind of shit on Twitter and Facebook because you have time to react. Yeah. But in real life, live, live no matter how well prepared you are, you're always going to get tripped up. Yeah. It doesn't matter. That's yeah. And that's why I don't do it. I just it's not for me. I've tried it. It, It's not my cup of tea at all. It makes me uncomfortable. So, you know, but I I'm trying more and more not to get in debates with anybody about anything. Like I'll call out bullshit when I see it, but I don't want to, you know, if I don't, if I disagree with someone's worldview or something, it's like, you know what? My worldview is so fucking inferior from day to day that, you know, realistically, it's foolish for me to ever call anyone out on theirs because one day or any given day may be contradicting something I said, not five years ago, not a year ago, but months, a month ago. You know what I mean? So I'm just trying to be more open, I guess. Not just open-minded, but just plain old open and and just letting whatever the fucking universe is happen to me and not trying to judge it so goddamn much or label it. I'm going to make a judgy statement here and say, if you spent $99 to buy the Trump trading cards, you're a fucking idiot. I'm sorry. Did you if see them? Yeah. And and if that's not the most obvious grift. Yeah. Well, I mean, like like one one commentator said, oh, well, at least they got something for it this time. It wasn't like everything else where they just got grifted and didn't fucking get anything out of it. This time you got, you know, uh, virtual cards where everything is Trump as a huge, muscular, good looking guy with a full head of hair and, and yeah. not an ounce of fat on him, which is totally realistic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't look like an orange dumpling. Like, what an ego driven shitbag that he's like, yeah. I know what I'll do to raise funds for a very serious political uh, career, as I like to make people think it is. I'll do virtual trading cards trading with me cards. as a superhero. Yeah. Yeah. What an asshole. What a fucking asshole. It's got to be the the dumbest thing. I misread it. I thought it said 99 cents a piece. And I was like, oh, 99 cents a piece. Well, he'll still make money off of it. But uh, that's, no, it was $99. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I think that the figure said something like he made like four or $24 million or something fucking ridiculous like that because they they sold out of virtual cards so i don't know how that happens but uh apparently did it yeah okay they sold out people borrow from my friend i'm gonna borrow from a friend of mine who made it he used to run a I'll just say his name is Adam. I, I don't want to give his full name, but um, 
He used to run a group called, or a, a Facebook page called Presidential Apprentice, which was usually popular during Trump's administration. And now he runs a, uh, co-runs a group or Facebook page called We Live in a Circus Universe. Oh, it's a group because the only requirement is that you you have to type in all caps all the time. <laughs> you got to yell share, constantly. When you show your con- share your content. And it's just ridiculous content like that. Like, yeah, there are trading cards. There's virtu- There's NFT cards of Trump's legacy and they're being sold for $99 and people are buying them and he's making millions and millions of dollars doing this. Yes, that's happening. That's really fucking happening. That is the 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 level of childhoodness like neoteny that we have have reached in this culture. I mean, I don't know about you. Uh I am a democrat. I know you're an independent. Uh, I would uh, consider with, myself with, with more leanings towards being a liberal. I would call myself a, I guess so. I mean, I say I'm a Democrat sometimes, but I'm not sure if I, that shoe fits entirely. So I don't care if Joe Biden came out with a set of nudie cards, uh, not of him naked, uh-huh. uh, thankfully, but you know, like, you know, X rated fucking plan cards. I would not be clamoring to buy that shit. No, it's, like I, they're they're not a fucking um, spectacle to be, you know. I I don't even know what the words I'm trying to think of are right now. Like they're they're supposed to be public servants. They're not idols. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's absolutely ludicrous to me that that. Well, I'll 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 cite you a similar situation that's going on right now. So this. I think this week or last, well, depending on when you're listening to this last week, um, the rapper Wiz Khalifa released a brand new line of marijuana, medical marijuana products in the state of Pennsylvania. I don't know if they were available in other states before. I think they were, but it's new to Pennsylvania um, under the the medicinal marijuana program and it's being grown he's by from a, pittsburgh isn't he i have no idea yeah. um but it's being grown by a company called true leave which doesn't have the best press right now it's, it's got some pretty bad optics they've laid off a bunch of employees they've treated employees badly at least one employee died um on site from a work-related accident hmm. um and Rolling weed I something in the process of it. I don't know. It could have been anything. That's um, crazy. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I don't know the whole story, but that's why I'm I'm trying to sort of lay this out as as generically as possible. Oh man, he's I'm, from North Dakota. I thought he was from Pennsylvania. My bad. Oh no shit, North Dakota, really. It says that his musical career's origin is Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, but he was born in North Dakota. Huh. I don't know. That's weird. Anyways, I didn't mean to interrupt your flow there, but I did. Anyway, I'm keeping it sort of generic because I don't want to imply that this is a bad company, but I've heard a lot of bad press about them. And I've also heard I've in my personal experience, I didn't wasn't impressed with the product line that they offered. You know, um, it's great if you want to get your first time patient 50 percent discount, but that's about the only reason <laughs> to go. Um, 
you know that's 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 not an endorsement thank you that's an anti-endorsement i don't think they're a very good company personally um but that's just my take on it right you know um but i just think it's hilarious when celebrities when they're like i think like you know it's like the mike tyson c c uh thc gummies with the ear bitten bitten (laughs) ear gummies or like you know like snoop dogg's got a line of celebrity marijuana i think and, and edibles and stuff and it's like I don't know, man. I'm so disillusioned by the whole Hollywood thing. Like when I think about that, I think there's somebody just talking in their ear constantly, 24 hours a day, the whole time they're awake. Like, hey, Snoop, buddy, how's it going today? Great, great, great. Listen, new promotion idea. We just need your signature, man. We're going to put your name all over it. You're going to make a great ton of residuals. Um, so what do you think about uh marijuana edible underwear? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, and he's gonna be like, yo, dog, whatever, cool. <laughs> you know, <laughs> as long as I can put my as long as I can go to do my thing, I don't give a shit what you do. Yeah, I'll sign it. You know, he signs it in you know, digital signature, and next thing you know, he's like snoops. Hey, buddy, got a got a record, got a got a photo shoot today for your new product line. What product line? <laughs> He's forgotten about it. Marijuana edible underwear. I did that. We're cross marketing it with Woody Harrelson's hemp underwear. <laughs> <laughs> you get my point. By the, yeah. the, I mean, you know, by the time that the person that's like selling the the celebrity whatever like weed product is they've already forgotten it because if you're that person if you're that well known for being a stoner like you smoke all the time you make decisions all the time that you don't remember you make decisions out of hunger like i'll agree to anything as long as i can get a cheeseburger out of it Mm. you know when i'm in the right mood you're like yeah yeah yeah. i'll mow the lawn tomorrow it's snowing outside sure i'll mow the lawn just Give me that fucking cheeseburger. Let me get my cheeseburger. I don't know why the cheeseburger economy works so well. I personally think that a cheeseburger-based economy would be very effective. What would they what would the vegans do though? They'd be very upset. Well, I mean, there is the impossible burger. But if you don't care for the taste of meat. I don't see why you can't have like a, a a black bean burger or some something. You ever had a black bean burger? Yeah, they're pretty good. Huh, I never had one. I also like turkey burgers quite a lot. Yeah, I like turkey burgers also. I don't think vegans can eat turkey burgers though. No, no. I think because it has a face, you know. Yeah. Yeah, it has a a pulse. I don't think plants. Well, the thing, I don't know, man. Personally, I think if you're going to go, you know, really be hardcore, just don't eat. <laughs> yeah. There you go. You can offend nobody and hurt and and really hurt nothing but yourself if you just don't eat. I'm just saying, you know, vegans, they think they're all hardcore. It's like, you're full of shit, dude. You still eat plants. Yeah. Plants are life. You're being a hypocrite. I tell you what, when you can Stop. photosynthesize, then we know you fucking totally Stop turn this. the corner. But the bad thing is then you're stealing sunlight from other plants, so you're killing them. Right, exactly. Stop 
making it about some higher like ah oh, i don't want to hurt the i mean i get it. you don't want to hurt the animals i appreciate that i accept that stop making it into something that makes you better than everybody because you know life fucking needs to per- exist on the consumption of other life if you're just, doing it, you know, it, there are other ways to consume food than than to just choose not to consume it. Like if you only hunt your own food, that's not an acceptable way of getting meat. You know, mm-hmm. own a farm, that's acceptable because then you control how how you know the cruelty aspect of it. You know, you can choose where the animal is killed when it's gone to slaughter and. You can make those choices intelligently. Not an not an easy way to go about things. I can tell you that right now. I'm just saying it's yeah. not easy. Certainly not. But if your moral convictions are so strong that you feel a need to impose a difference in your life, like a like like impose like a different eating or a different whatever, there are various options. You know, you can pay a farmer. You can you know you don't have to do the work yourself, but you can. You trade your hard work for your money or your time or something. I don't know. I'm just saying, I I just don't like that moral superiority that comes from like certain aspects of like, yeah, well, you know, animals are, are, are important too. It's like, yes, they are. And I agree. But our society is way too big to, to sustain with, 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 I don't know how to fix it. <laughs> I don't know how to fix it. I just, I just don't think any of us are in a place of moral superiority, and I don't like it when people act like they are. No. Like if you're a vegan and you, you're doing it for moral reasons, I, I get it. I do. I've considered it myself because when I look at cows, I think they're cute, you know. But beef is fucking delicious. I can't help it. If that makes me a monster, I guess I'm a monster. I always say, you know, if we weren't supposed to eat it, it wouldn't taste so fucking good. Well, we're we're animals. That, you know, I guess you could argue, yeah, well, so we're animals, so we might And they'd fucking eat us given the opportunity. Well, I maybe depends. Yeah. I don't think a cow would eat me. I think that if the cow was starving and you were the last thing left, yeah. Aren't they like incapable? I don't know. Digesting meat? I have no idea. That's a horrific situation that you dreamed up. I just imagine that it would happen because, like, I know if I died in my living room, the cats would fucking eat me. I mean, that's well, yeah, the cats would, but the cats are carnivores. We're talking about a cow, so you're talking about a cow that is okay, so hungry. This is, I'm gonna go against my, my genetics and try to eat the human. I think it's possible. Me eating cows. That would be terrifying. Yeah. Well, but they don't have incisors or canines. They only have those molars. They have, they have the teeth. yeah, they have their bottom teeth and they have the hard palate on top. Yeah. So they so would they, they'd still be able to rip you apart. Just rip you apart. Urgh, fucking yeah. pulling pieces off. I mean, if you laid and rotted long enough, um, you know, you just fall apart anyway. <laughs> 
Make it easier for them to like eat a, you. Like a loose meat sandwich. <laughs> like an overdone pot roast. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Only really like, smelly and gross. Or like when you take a chicken. So here's a mistake. Don't take a whole chicken and put it in a crock pot and think that's just going to be all right. And here's why. Everything gets softened. And if you if you don't carefully remove the meat, it will get mixed in with every bone from that spine, which will all be separate. And every single bite of your meal will have bones in it. Yep. Every single bite. Seems like, oh, it'd be so easy. Just, I don't know how to cook a, a chicken. So I'm just going to stick it in the crock pot. No, stupid. No, you just made a big fucking mess. That's what you made. So don't do that. No. Get on YouTube and say, how do I roast a chicken? And that do it properly. Me. Reminds and, me of a story. Buy a fucking meat thermometer. Buy a meat thermometer if you don't mm-hmm. own one. If you do own one, own a second one. Buy one now. Buy it. Get on Amazon. Or if you oppose Amazon, get on Walmart or whatever. Target. Get yourself a meat thermometer. And stick it in your ass. Mm. Check out Done Your Buddies. My uncle was a state trooper and used to do crime scene photography and told me a story of this woman who went into a hot tub and basically passed away while she was in there. And by the time they got there, it was just like a soup. Like they were skimming bones and other things out. So she died and got cooked because that shit's hot. I mean, that water gets hot. Yeah. Yeah. Essentially, he was like, we had to like get a fucking skimmer, like a pool skimmer and go through and like get stuff that was solid material out to help identify and everything. And I was like, that's fucking terrible. That's, that's pretty gross. Yeah. Human soup. Yeah. I bet it smells as good as it sounds. Dude. Okay. So here's an embarrassing story. I don't know if I can talk. This is really Christmassy, by the way, this is extremely Christmassy. Yeah. (laughs) Anti-Christmas episode. I thought we could be funny and jovial. We spent about (laughs) 10 minutes doing that. The rest of the time going into the dark night of the soul. (laughs) That is this episode. But so I was, I was out of my porch and I was smoking a cigarette and I was, I was looking at my phone. And I'm not really paying attention. All of a sudden, I realized I can smell what smells like hair burning. I realized that my cigarette had been hanging so low on my lip that it touched one of the little flyaway hairs on my beard and started to melt it. Oh, I was like, so I'm melting my fucking beard with my cigarette. And burning hair is a terrible oh, smell. It's the worst smell. It's like no, somebody... it's not the worst smell. The worst smell is burning human flesh. Trust me. Well, I'm sure, but it's close. It's close. How I don't even want to know. Yeah, okay. Let's. You want to know how I know that? No, I don't. I I was going to say it's actually not that bad of a story. My uncle threw gasoline on a fire trying to get started and didn't realize that the bottom part of the fire was already started, and got like the flames flew back on him. He ended up with like second degree burns on his uh, face and his hands and his arms. That's horrible. That's, why? Why is that okay yeah. to talk about? Why? It's not. It's not that bad. It's not. Like, it's not super graphic, dude. Believe me. If you want to, if I wanted to be graphic about burns and you know, lacerations and avulsions and shit, I could be. That's well, that's relatively tame. Okay. Relatively tame. Okay. Very I've Christmas seen. I've seen everyone. and smelled some things that would 
you know, turn you away. <laughs> like literally, you would turn away as you were passing out because it was that gross. I would seen and smelled some things that would turn you away. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Oh, 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 let's talk about dismemberment. <laughs> let's talk about fishing chunks of a human being out of a pot. I wonder what Santa's OSHA record looks like. <laughs> oh, my God. There's got to be like a mountain. All those years, you know, there's got to be some serious violations going oh, on there. For sure. First of all, first of all, it's a huge like. It's clearly exploitation. Mm. Like, I don't know what their pay scale is out there, but I can't imagine that there's many stores to go through, which means that they're, regardless of whether or not they're getting getting paid in company shit. I think they're, they're getting paid at, in candy, if we're to believe Christmas movies uh, and specials. That could be, but let's say they're getting paid in, like, company credit, right? You know, it's like, like, it's old like mining uh, yeah, I was going to say, like, an old mining company where you yeah. owe your soul to the company store. Yeah, exactly. Like that's the only place to shop. There's yeah. like a canteen, like a cantina, right? And there's a commissary, and then there's everything's peppermint and chocolate flavor. Yeah, everything like peppermint. Fucking horrible. <laughs> peppermint bark lasagna and like. Yeah. Oh, that's gross. <laughs> yeah, yeah, everything all all year round is 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 just chocolate based <laughs> and peppermint based and like like hard candy you're like who the fuck eats hard candy you know? like we got a pot roast and it's made out of chocolate <laughs> oh, God. that's why a lot an elf's life expectancy is like 27 years <laughs> that's why they don't have any dentists either because none of them you know their their teeth are gone yeah there's no need for them i want to be a dentist yeah well anyway there is exploitation clearly taking place there you know, is these these poor elves all just malnourished and 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 like calcium deficient? Well, no, their calcium is great. That's the thing. Their calcium is great, even though their teeth are rotting out of their heads because chocolate milk, you know, milk chocolate has so much. And there is there is no water or no. or anything like that. No, only chocolate milk. Yes, and hot cocoa and eggnog and eggnog. Heavy on the the rock. By the way, how do you feel about eggnog? I love that shit. I, I can't drink it because it fucks me up. Like it makes it tears my stomach apart and gives me, you know, oh yeah, problems. It's delicious though, but it's delicious. A, like a a good amount of rum. Like you know, I prefer, I'm talking even just the shit out of the carton from like uh, you know the grocery store. I like I love the flavor of it. I just I can't drink it. I just think that when rum is added to it, it hits the flavor that I'm looking for. So it's kind of like, what's the point of drinking it without the rum? It's like I'm having it with rum. It's, it's like having it with inferior. I think like, rum makes pretty much anything better, though, if you mix it with it. From what I've gathered, the times that I've had rum, 100% better. Well, yeah, I have some Captain Morgan's Hunter Proof. Um, and it's perfect for it, you know. Um, it's just got that spicy little kick to it that mm -hmm. that a good rum, like you know, like the best rum I ever had was at this party, and I don't know what it was called or exactly where it was. I mean, it was like it was like from Malaysia or someplace like that. It was it was somewhere 
in like the islandy part of like <laughs> Central Asia. Sure. Uh, I don't. I don't know. Like the coast of Asia. Could you point to it on a map? I could probably point to it on a map, but I don't know. I, that's why I shouldn't say, because um, it could very well be from the fucking Philippines, for all I know. <laughs> it was from Hawaii. Yeah. <laughs> you just had no idea. <laughs> all I know is it was this delicious, like, piratey rum. and um, It's like Barbados. <laughs> yeah. Tom Phil's geography. <laughs> I never did very well in school. Yeah, I, uh, I, that's that's why I've got a map available to me twenty four seven via Google because <laughs> I don't have to fucking know where anything's yeah. at. I don't know. All I know is it had fucking like this bottle had shit in it, like floating in it. Hmm. Um, and it was like, yeah, you gotta put like one of those little cork thingies on it and pour it through that because there's like. Fucking branches and leaves and shit. Fingernails and <laughs> sand. Yeah. Seashells. There's an eye patch floating around in there. Yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, it's pirate brew. But, <laughs> but it was like, I mean, it almost is like what you would think of as grog, but it was so fucking delicious. Yeah. And it got you fucking wrecked. Every time I've had rum, uh, two things have happened. I first I thought it was delicious. Secondly, I got fucking hammered. You know what you remind me of? You know what's making this rest this that would make this much more Christmassy? Hmm. If I went and got a couple of the mad elves that I have in my fridge and drank them. This is what we do when Tom leaves the mic. Interlude music. When he leaves the mic, like mic and literally the microphone. It works both ways. I, I have a decree to make, and that is that the first half of this podcast has been utter garbage, <laughs> and we're just going to keep on plowing forward with a merrier. I've enjoyed it. No, we can keep it. I'm just saying it's Christmas episode. We should be more cheerful. You know, I think I do have some beer downstairs. That's all right. I don't feel like drinking a beer right now. Cheers. I love Mad Elf. Mm. That is some good stuff. So good. So good. It's so, so good. good. Trogs, you know, you make a good beer. You make a good fucking beer. And it's 11% uh, alcohol by volume. Mm-hmm. That's knee walking beer right there. It's a spicy Belgian yeast. With cherries, Bing, Lambert, Dan, Royal, Anne, and Montremosi cherries. Um, you're supposed to serve it in a chalice. Where's your chalice at? I don't have a chalice. Mm. 
It's time. The Mad Elf is here with its nuanced blend of sweet and tart cherries. I just realized I'm reading a beer label for the entertainment of our audience. <laughs> Good stuff. Pennsylvania wild honey, wildflower honey, hot, uh, chocolate malt, and a hint of mischief. <laughs> okay. Trokes, hook us up for the few people that hear this that want to drink your beer then. Yeah, yeah. Give us a second. <laughs> Thanks to a spouse, a spicy Belgian yeast, this ruby red holiday ale finishes with subtle notes of cinnamon, clove, and allspice. Is it red? I've never known the color of it. I've never Mm. seen it in a glass. Uh, It is kind of an amber. Yeah. It's sort of Mm. a reddish amber, I would say. Yeah. And similar similar in color to Achilles. That is actually red. But that's a much, but it's obviously it's a much stronger beer than a killing yeah i was a little disappointed when i drank killings the first time i thought it was gonna have a little more of a creamier note to it and it didn't and i was like no you know mm. the best the best uh red beer i've ever had was redheaded stepchild when i was in uh when i was in where the hell was that maryland i was somewhere in the the Chincoteague islands area like, I don't know if it was Shinkatig. It may have been somewhere near. Uh, more islands. See, you don't know what the fuck you're talking about when you start talking about islands. Once islands occur, yeah. I, I, you kind of blank out on island. that. <laughs> Something about an island. I uh, am baffled by you islands. You know, that's funny because yeah. my favorite mixed drink, and probably one of the only mixed drinks that I enjoy, is called a red-headed slut. Hmm. So I feel like a red-headed stepchild would grow up to become a redheaded slut if if i'm lucky yes mm. yeah yeah i mean it's like two of my actual like, like real life favorite stepchild. things and drink favorite things huh i'm gonna beat you like a redheaded stepchild slut you shouldn't use that word mike oh my god you shouldn't use that word because it's defensive to sluts <laughs> Yeah, but I use it in a broad sense. I'm talking about everybody. There's nobody <laughs> broad. Uh, there's there's uh, nobody that uh, uh, isn't a slut. Nobody, man, woman. What about the Pope? Yep, he's a slut pope, for the pope, Lord. Pope's a slut. I'm a Pope whore. I'm a whore, and I'm the Pope, <laughs> and I take it in the butt for Jesus. Oh yeah. Isn't there a uh, isn't there a comedy duo, the two girls that sing songs about taking in the butt for Jesus? No, but I'd like to believe that Jesus would blush a little at that kind of an endorsement. I mean, you know, like it, he seems like he would just be kind of bashful when it came to sex. Bro, he he this is the reason why we have sex. Like it's such a natural thing. What are you talking about? Jesus is the reason we yeah. have sex. Can you back that up? I, I realize we're ca- we're talking sort of nonsense right now, but could you please back well, that up? Well, because if uh, Jesus and 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 God and the Holy Spirit are all one, mm-hmm. which is what's you know, supposed to be, and created everything, that means that they created sex and stuff too, and deviant sex. So, if they if know. they created it, why is it off limits? I don't I don't have an answer for that. I want answers. Garfunkel and Oates is the name of the uh band. Mm-hmm. It's two two ladies that sing that are fucking hilarious. And Garfunkel it's called Fuck, and Fuck Me in the Ass Because I Love Jesus. So well, I guess that's Paul and Paul. Well, that's like 
No, no, Art nothing to do with. Yeah, well, nothing to do not with. Related uh, to, to who was Hall and Oates, right? So it's Hall and Oates, and uh, and it's it's who's the other one? Paul Simon and Art Simon Garfunkel. and Garfunkel. Yeah. Simon and Garfunkel. So it's so it's the B cast of those two bands together as a full pack. So I That's looked up. Joke. I looked up. Wow. Fuck me. In Tom the ass. takes forever to figure out a joke. Yeah, fuck me in the ass for Jesus, and this is one of the first pictures that came up. Oh, good. Yeah, not nice. Mike's showing me a picture of a man putting a cock on his face or having a yeah, cock put and on having his a face. big load blown on his face. Yeah, isn't that great? You know what I've been watching lately? Old episodes of Fun uh, House. Back when Adam was on the show and Bruce, <laughs> and you know, I realized that whatever Adam did was pretty gross, but they yeah. still have an, a really entertaining on-screen like dynamic and uh one of the things that they were doing they had they had bruce wearing a, a vr helmet and they were showing him gay vr porn and he's like trying not to look he's like, <laughs> no 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 oh shit no i didn't see that oh it's <laughs> everywhere oh god i can't look away here's a here's a better representation is that Jesus fingering someone's butthole? Fucking sheep. Oh, he's oh okay. Well, it's hard for me to see. Oh, okay. Now I get it. Well, I'm glad that you moved it so I could see it better because <laughs> that enriched my life. Hey, I'm I'm glad. You see, I mean, you got to see something you definitely didn't want to see, and then there was something else that you probably also didn't want to no, see. There was something so uncommon and strange about it that at first, my brain it refused to parse what I was seeing, so I saw something completely different. Like, it was clearly Jesus doing something, but I didn't see the full scope of the picture until you moved it a little. Yeah, and then the glare came off of it, and surprisingly, for some reason, my my caveman tactic of showing you something when I could easily text you or whatever, you yeah. know, worked. Yeah, look at this, look at this photograph. Look at, look at this Jesus fucking sheep. What's the goddamn problem? What's wrong with us? Let's play a game or something. So we were talking about anal sex for the Lord. That requires everybody to take pause and, um, you know, really contemplate and... Well, you know, we we haven't in. we haven't given that that topic the reverence that it deserves. It's true. I think you know we're taking right. You know, if you're taking uh, in the pooper for for God, you know, and you're not an altar boy. <laughs> but are you, why would you take it for God? Like that's the question. Like like we need to answer like the motivation. Like. Why does anyone do anything for any reason in this world? Well, I think that with Jesus and the Lord, the maker of heaven and earth, and the one who died for our sins, the least you can do is spend a few minutes engaged in anal um, sex. Mm -hmm. You know, like it's just a momentary discomfort. Well, not really momentary discomfort because I'm sure your butthole hurts afterwards. Oh, surely. Yeah. And if the person that you were with didn't use enough lube or was 
extremely large, it could linger mm-hmm. or uh, you know, for, for quite a while. Yeah. Or if they had some, some form of STD, uh-huh. you know, yeah. you could end up with a butthole that looks like it's growing mushrooms or something. I don't know. Yeah. Butthole yeah. virus. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You don't want, you don't anal want conjunctivitis. Pink butt. Pink butt. Good case of pink butt. It's just oh, terrible. Don't get it near your eye, whatever you do. <laughs> right. For all those butt. times you went straight from ass to eye. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, oh God. You <laughs> pink butt eye. Then you're fucking damned. Your, your eye fucking gets fucked. all constricted and looks like an asshole. Oh God! You end up looking like Pete Davidson. <laughs> he just looks like an asshole in general, and yet that man still manages to score a lot. Mm. Oh yeah, and, and not just and not and just because like, he's rich, not just conventionally attractive people, but like what you would consider like top class, like Bond. Like if James Bond had a date for the evening. That's the girl that he would take. Is the girl no, he's, that he's she's probably been with Pete Davidson inexplicably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, let's see, Ariana Grande or Grand or yeah, it's Grande and Kim it's Kardashian. Like, I mean, Kim Kardashian, Kardashian. I don't. I don't think either one of them are particularly to me. But they're top, super hot. Lo- but like yeah. they're like top level celebrities. Unattainable. They're like they're unattainable. Yeah, they are completely unattainable. They live in 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 magical fairy worlds. <laughs> we'll never ever know. And there's many more than that. Those are just the two you can think of. Yeah. There's literally a lineup, a litany. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Someone best described it to me once by saying that it's not the way he looks, and it's not how funny he. It's 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 not even his funniness. It's that sort of greasy junky. Um, line cook fire. <laughs> I uh, out. yeah, you really and put your finger on that one. It it really is spot on, isn't it? He really does have that line cook energy. And like, I actually knew some line cooks that you know would get laid pretty frequently. So yeah, 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 yeah. So did I. And it's just I don't know it. <laughs> <laughs> Once once you pin something down, though, it's really hard to not see it for what it is. <laughs> and it's like, I don't understand Pete Davidson. Like, he's he is funny. I mean, but he's not that funny. Like, what's he doing on SNL? Like, who? I don't know. It seems like his fame is a, and his success is sort of an accident. But if you listen to his stand up, he acknowledges that that very heavily. Like he's always talking about how he'll have conversations with Lord Michaels. And he's like, so am I fired? And he's like, no. And I'm like, why? He goes, I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, he has definitely uh, tripped across something magical. Yeah. Maybe he swings a big rope. I don't know. Maybe. I'd like to believe that he deserves it, but I don't know anything about the man. And 
And the only thing I know about him is that his dad died in 9-11. And uh, you would think that that wouldn't be something that he would, you know, bastardize constantly and use in his comedy. But he does, like, constantly. Well, maybe that's his way of dealing with it. Yeah. Right? I mean, I mean, it's it's his situation to joke yeah. about, you know, I, so. Yeah, yeah. It belongs to him more than it does you or I. Oh, yeah, for certain. So. Well, if you ask any New Yorker whether they were in the state alive at that time or whatever, it belongs to them. So, you know, yeah, yeah. I've never yeah. known a New Yorker that wasn't like, yeah, 9-11, man, really impacted me. And I'm like, wait a second, you're fucking you 15. From Buffalo. <laughs> yeah, you were from <laughs> you're Buffalo. You're 15. You weren't even born yet. How is that yeah. possible? Yeah. You know, like I knew I know where I was at. I wasn't in the city, but it affected me deeply. Like it didn't affect the rest of us. Well, you know? I had a friend whose whose apartment was situated in such a way that you could see the Pentagon from where his from his living room, and um, he called me up that day and he's like, "Yeah, dude, my lawn is on fire." I was like, "Yeah, I, I noticed that. What the fuck is going on?" He's like, "I know as much as you do, brother, but this is scary as fuck. Like, I can actually see flames and smoke and." You know, all kinds of shit. I don't remember whether he heard a like a, a sound. He probably did, but I mean, he definitely had to hear something. But I, I would mean, imagine everything if he's within that, eye shot of the place, yeah, you'd yeah. hear it. Yeah, I, I'm thinking he had to have. But I mean, I don't remember at being very cogent to ask questions. All I wanted to know is like, do, are are there more planes coming down? You know. Yeah, inexplicably, we're talking about 9 11 on our Christmas Nothing episode. Christmas like 9 11, anal oh. sex for the Lord, and some of the other stuff we've talked about. <laughs> <laughs> Notwithstanding the first five minutes of actual Christmas, <laughs> this podcast is damned. Yeah, yeah, I think that this it's is damned. the it's got to be called the anti Christmas episode. It is because every time we try. All right, no, let's keep trying though. That I want to test this theory. So think of something Christmassy to talk about and we'll see if we can if it'll bend its way back to dark. Have you ever had to pull tinsel out of a cat's butt because they ate it and shit it out? Terrifying fucking experience that you're not going to pull something else out with it. Yeah, no, I wouldn't even try. Yeah, it's one time my cat swallowed some some string. And I pulled it out and like later I read, you're not supposed to do that because you can basically saw their insides open. Mm -hmm. Jesus Christ. It was less than a minute. A minute. <laughs> For fuck's sake. Yeah, it's, it's a terrible thing. <laughs> Us trying to do Christmas and animals eating tinsel. Horrible. Yeah. Garland, oh, tinsel, whatever the fuck you want to call it. Yeah. Yeah. I would like to I would like to uh wrap my my hands up in tinsel and fist fuck somebody. Hmm. You give them a tinsel fuck. Fist fucking um reminds me that uh I went to a show a couple weeks ago and um you got tinsel fucked? No, yeah. I, I this trust me, it ties in somehow. <laughs> Probably just with the fucking action. But um this dude was going around checking IDs and stuff and like 
he's like, okay, when you're done here, you're going to go inside and there's going to be a guy that's going to want to see your wristband. There's a guy that's going to want to see this and the guy's going to want to see that. And I said, where's the guy that checks my prostate for me? And the guy was like, oh, well, if you wanted that, he said, I could do that for you for 50 bucks. <laughs> and I was like, we kept going back and forth about this. And he told me that that was the gentle way. It's a hundred dollars if I wanted the hard way. And that includes a toilet brush. And that made me think I saw a porn one time of a girl fucking herself with a toilet brush. And it makes me very uncomfortable to think about how that must have felt. Oh. Like one of those round toilet brushes yeah, with I know. The stiff yeah. bristles. Yeah. Yeah. With the horseshoe type kind of. No, 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 not the, not, not the, not the loop, the, like just the plain, like, like, oh. like circular, like bullet shaped brush. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Either, either way. I mean, even the other one, that's fucking terrible. Also Horrible all around, either, no but matter yeah. what. Yeah. Like a bottle brush. Yeah. Anything like like that. a bottle brush. Yeah. That, that's a good, that's a good description of it. But yeah, it was probably um, the worst thing I ever whacked off to. Did you come? Um, yeah, I probably did. <laughs> you know, I mean, that's like, the important thing is, did yeah, you finish, absolutely. Right? Did did you finish the deed? Okay, yeah, you're as sick as it sounds. <laughs> Christmas episode, bottle brush fucking. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is. This should be our Halloween episode, man. <laughs> We've talked about more gory shit than we did on the Halloween one. I know that. Severed body chunks in a sauna or in a, 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 a hot tub. Hot tub, yeah. Yep. I'm sure there's sauna incidences as well. Incidences. <laughs> Multiple yeah. incidences. Oh, saunas are fucking just a breeding ground for disgusting shit. Yeah. Yeah, like I can recall um, when I when I worked uh, in the hospitality industry that we had a spa and I remember the men's locker room was moved over next to the salon. Still not sure why, because would you think that the men would go to the salon more frequently than the women did? It didn't really make any sense, but uh, they had called us because there was a dude sitting in the sauna naked. He had the biggest balls I ever saw in my life. <laughs> like I had to go in and be like, would you mind covering that up, please? You got to have something on when you're sitting and you can't sit naked. Like he's sitting like splayed facing towards the door with his huge nutsack. Yes. And that was one of the uh, one of the great sauna stories that I have next to. Uh, of course, the time that I had to go check the, you used to have to check the sauna and the shower in the one locker room, and there was a dude beating off around the corner there, which I've told that one before. Yes, I recall that. Yeah. I wonder if that guy remembers you. I don't know. I mean, there's I probably somebody that. somebody out there listening to this one day that'll go, oh, my God, I know that guy. Right. Well, no, like I always wonder when when you're telling a story, like when something happened to you, your side of the story has been told numerous times mm -hmm. by you and people who might have been in. Oh, I'd love to hear the other side of the story, like exactly. how they saw it. That would be amazing. Exactly. Like to be like, well, there I was story. just trying to pleasure myself. And right. this kid turns around the corner and is like, what the fuck? Totally ruined my nut. 
you know, I, I would, I would love to hear from their side. I do. That is a fucking, that's an amazing point. I would love to hear the shit from their side. <laughs> like well, I, you're the you're like I was just in there lounging, getting right. my bits all warmed up. Yeah, getting my bits all warmed up in the sun. Here comes this kid. I was scratching my testicles. Who, by the and way, was making love to my nutsack with his eyes? Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> just couldn't take his hands, his eyes, his eyes. Huh? Freudian slip. He couldn't take his eyes off me. Uh, yeah, it was it was really I felt violated, you know, and then he had the audacity to claim that I was masturbating. Well, yeah, you know, I could see the lump forming in his pants. It, it, you know, um, I mean, truth be told, I had to quick duck into the stall and and crank one out. You know, no, I didn't. That was disgusting. <laughs> the but, dude with the giant balls. I don't know. Maybe maybe the there'd point, be something there. But the point uh, being is that yeah. everyone's a hero in their own story and everyone has a justification for why they do whatever it is. that they do. <laughs> yeah. so, The justification for some of this shit that I've seen, I would love, love yeah. to hear it. I would love yeah. it. It would be nice to get their angle. Like, well, man, I really wish somebody would invent a time machine because I'd go back and be like, so what's going on in your head right now? Yeah. Post. <laughs> Post nut article or post uh, post incident breakdown with Mike. Uh, so I'll, how why don't we do that? Okay, so um, you name the scenario and I'll be the guy who was the perpetrator, and you can you can interview. Um, well, that's a tough. Could be a one. real scenario, or it could be one that you. Oh no, it's gonna be a real scenario. I've told the story about the guy who the shower head fell off and hit him. And uh, I had to go do first aid and well, I don't want a first aid story. Well, no, so. no, it, it's not it I it was basic first aid stuff. It wasn't anything bad. Okay. But uh he basically was in like a carpeted area okay. and had to go and was like, I'm gonna go over to the shower and rinse myself off. And I'm like, okay, and he just dropped this towel right there. <laughs> And walked across the locker room bare ass naked in front of me. There was no reason to have done that. Right, so I've oftentimes wondered, like, did I put off a vibe? Was he like, yo, I heard you like looking at dudes' nuts? So <laughs> let me let me show you some. He he may have, or it could have been a power move. I feel like I mean men- you shoot your shot, right? And if and if I took the bait and was like, I need to fuck now, you know, score. I See, I don't know if that's necessarily true, though. I think I think sometimes just having the audacity to be fully and manfully naked in front of another man and be confident about it is like a power move. True. It's why a lot of old men do it, I think, because <laughs> when you're young, I don't know, like you're like more insecure about your body because you're trying to like score chicks and stuff like that and then when you get older you're like yeah they'll come to me or they won't you know and then when you're in your 60s and 70s you're like ah yes i have a huge cock oh it ain't getting any better looking let's be honest no yeah you stop caring so you're like yeah but like you know like i can't look a man in the eye when he's when he's naked and talk to him like I, I, I can ha- only look this. a man in the eye because I'm too tempted to look other places. You know, just out of morbid curiosity. 
Well, I can't even meet their gaze. That's what I'm saying. Like, I can't meet their eyes. Like, it's like, oh, you're naked. Cool. I'm going to pretend you're not here. You know, like that narrow vision, like coarse vision, you know, where you're like, you know, you got blinders on and you're like, I'm just going to sort of unfocus my eyes as I walk from my 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 locker to the shower. <laughs> you know, like that is that's how I would treat seeing a naked man. And it's not because I'm uncomfortable with nudity. It's because I don't want I, I, I don't want to hurt someone's modesty or their humility. You know what I mean? Like, I think naked, if you're standing around where your shit's in the open. You want somebody to look at it like like you're asking for it. Nobody's accidentally naked that much. Like like in that in that particular like if you what had if some you're modesty, a time traveler. Hey, hey, what if you're a time traveler? I still think you just fucking traveled back in time to or forward in time, whichever direction. I'm assuming back in time, right? To uh, just to flash your goods at somebody. You're Wow. <laughs> yeah. It's the only reason why you did it. So you're saying that Michael Bean, or not Michael Bean, rather Kyle Reese, was was just a time traveling pervert? Could be. You know, he did volunteer for the mission because he knew he was going to go back to see Sarah Connor, who he secretly always loved. So realistically, okay, realistically, there was some part, some level where he was hoping to bang. Isn't that really what everything is all about? What trying to bang? bang. Trying to bang, yeah. Like, why are we going to Mars? Yeah, we're not going to Mars because we want to inhabit that planet. We're hoping that there's going to be some Martian booty there. Yeah. And then we're gonna bang it. Yeah, and we're gonna bang it. Yeah, Yeah. absolutely. The whole (laughs) the whole entire human industry as a whole is about trying to bang. Yeah, I mean, why did they invent cars? Yes, it made it easier to get from point A to point B. To fuck. (laughs) How do cars work? Why do we eat? How does that we have energy to fuck? How does the combustion engine even work? It bangs. Yeah. Yeah. Bangs around in there. Everything has to do with sex if you really think about it. Yeah. Piston pumping in and out of its hole. It's well lubed. Yeah. I like that little visual I gave you there of me fisting my other hand. Yeah. The tinsel on it. Yeah. I mean, this is the most Christmasy thing we talked about because we've talked about balls for several minutes now. Yeah. Christmas balls. Christmas balls. Yeah. That should be the name of this episode. Christmas balls. <laughs> balls to Christmas. Balls to the walls. My mom's on walls. She knows not to listen to this episode. <laughs> Because of the warning, we'll put on. Hey, Mrs. No one C. should listen <laughs> to this bullshit show. <laughs> We've jumped the fucking shark. And we're losers. And <laughs> what does jump the shark say. mean? Um, okay, so that is in reference to an episode of Happy Days where Fonzie literally jumps over a shark on jet ski, on like a jet, not jet ski, but like. You know, like uh, those like things you put in jet, like water skis. Okay. Like he goes over a ramp and jumps over a shark in the episode. 
and it was critically panned and and the fans all hated it and thought it was pandering bullshit and they're like this is officially the point where the series went to hell like the the writers clearly had run out of ideas and they didn't give a shit about the audience's opinions anymore so they were just like let's let's do this with it you know it's like when roseanne the show roseanne when dan died Mm -hmm. and they did that episode where she won the lottery and everything was crazy that was when Roseanne jumped, jumped the, shark. the shark. I mean, it makes sense now. I didn't expect yeah. that in depth of an explanation. Yeah. Wow. Yep. Now, when I say sense. that, well, I've never said it before. Let me put it that let me be straightforward with that. I've never said it because I didn't understand it. But now when I do say it, it'll have a meaning. Exactly. Yeah. And yeah, we definitely. Do, uh, do, yeah. Do, 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 do. Merry Christmas, I'm smoking trees. So there is a podcast or there's a podcast. There's a subreddit on Reddit called Trees, which is all about weed. Right? Because it's not about trees. It's not about trees because if you look at a little bud, it kind of looks like a little tree. Oh yeah. So yeah. So there isn't there is you know, it's entirely dedicated to people posting pictures of weed. And so there is another subreddit that is equally popular called Marijuana Enthusiasts, in which people post pictures of trees. And when I say <laughs> trees, I mean literal actual trees like birch. It's like look that's at pretty funny. Beautiful birch. Oh, look at its foliage. You know what I mean? Where people with, with weed pictures are like, look at those, those those hairs on it you know what i mean like you know i came across the weirdest subreddit that i've ever kind of dove down the rabbit hole on the other day it had to do with chicks farting and it's just as unappealing as i thought it would be where it's like dudes stuffing their faces into a woman's clothed ass and getting farted on why would you do that? Why? I don't know. I, this is something I can't explain, which is why I fell down that rabbit hole, because I thought maybe there might be an explanation in there. There wasn't. <laughs> there was nothing. It was just more dudes getting farted on. You that was all it. it was. That was your first mistake, was assuming that there was a reason. I just, I wanted so badly to think that there was a reason, like something that I was missing that I didn't know that I was, you know, something that I needed in my life. And it was not that. It was not that. I don't find that kind of stuff um, appealing at all. Well, at least you learned something. I mean, farts are funny and there was some funny, you know, moments in there. But I don't think that they were doing it for the for the jocular nature of uh, flatulence. No, it gives them a hard on. Yeah, I think Some they were getting get off on it. Yeah, that. and I'm like, That's no, just how it is. You have no, to. I mean, it. hey, 
no shame if that's your kink. I just don't get it. You have to accept it. Yeah. You have to accept it into your heart like Jesus. <laughs> it took me a second because there was a noise in my house that I just heard and it didn't hit me right away. <laughs> the face you made was very funny. You were like, oh. like you gave second. it real consideration. <laughs> Because like, it's jam, dude. You blew my fucking mind just now. Yo. You blew you blew my fucking mind. You blew my mind there because I was like, it's just as real and just as likely to take up space in my head. There should be a farting clothed female farting chick Bible or something. I don't know. I don't know. But I don't know. I mean, so here's my, I always have this question whenever I hear about like that kind of a thing, like what are, what are its variants? So if there is a fetish as, as you have defined it, it seems to be women farting into men's faces. Yeah. Right? I mean, that's the basic. Some had uh, clothing on, some didn't. Um, some actually were just up close as of assholes flapping while they farted, but oh, you know, okay. I mean, I guess Sorry. I could kind of see like if there was no sound, I could kind of, or even if there was sound, hell, I could kind of see maybe a little bit of appeal in that because it's not, you know, like it's kind of a, a no, different it's, thing. It's different, but it's more. St- that's a should be like a clinical interest, not a sexual. I feel like they kind of they kind of mixed a lot of things in in one giant bowl, mm. you know, like it was farting. And then it was just like clothed farting, unclothed farting face right in the middle. How much uh, of this slow motion? I'm not going to lie to you. I was probably on it for a half an hour <laughs> scrolling through posts. Okay, so it wasn't I'm not a one, fan, but no, no. So it wasn't one 30 minute oh. continuous viewing. Um it was yeah, 30, pretty much. It was. Mm-hmm. No, 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 no. Of one single video. Oh no, 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 no. no. It was 30 minutes of scrolling with morbid yeah. curiosity. Yeah. Okay, that's acceptable. I am okay with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought you sat and watched one video's worth of content over a wow. No, no. I you so know, like, I don't even that have the goes attention. Far beyond that goes to me, that is far beyond any level of casual. I don't have the attention span to watch a 30-minute porn. Right. Period. That's my point, which is why when I see when you say 30 minutes and I say, oh, God, you'll fall too far down the rabbit hole. Yeah. You've lost your power for discernment. My 30 brother. minutes of mixed media. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah. Well, 30 minutes of mixed media is nothing. Considering, I mean, actually, you know what? That's not true. 30 minutes of mixed media on a single topic. Unless you're specifically doing a porn hunt is monumental. Well, I, I got to say porn hunt, it's realistically it's realistic. But for like when you're just like goofing around on the Internet and you find yourself down that rabbit hole to spend as unappealing minutes, as I say, I found it. I apparently found it appealing enough to spend a solid half hour at least. Well, looking at it, because part of it is curiosity, right? You're like. You want to figure out why do people find it sexually appealing because because it's not enough to know that people find it sexually appealing. Like on the surface, you can look at that and you can either laugh at it or go, oh, you know, mm. or 
there's one of three reactions. But when you actually like investigate it a little more, you're like, well, like what happened in a person's life to make this like during their their formation as a human being, like to make that a sexual cue? Like what I like to think it was when the babysitter used to sit on and fart to punish him for yeah, yeah, for doing stuff when they were something kids. Like I think that. it's something yeah. along those lines, probably. Probably, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I had a big fat aunt that used to sit on us and crack our knuckles all the time. And every time I crack my knuckles, I think of her doing that to us. That's weird. Yeah, but not like in any kind of a sexual way, more of no, a but it's still a my weird fucking thing knuckles are huge thanks to you, bitch. That's a very weird thing to do is to yeah. hold someone down and crack their knuckles. Yeah, and she was at that point, she was she's very skinny now, but she was quite portly at the time. And um yeah, uh, we're talking like I was eight, eight, six, eight years old and very slim and slight and having a full grown ass overweight woman sitting on me to crack my knuckles. Uh, like she was obsessed with it. I don't know why she did it, but there it, it sucked. This, there is this lady that used to watch me sometimes during the summer when my grandma couldn't. Her name was Fanny. <laughs> she owned a farm. <laughs> I know, right? That's a great name. It made me laugh when I was a little kid and I didn't even know what that meant. I thought it was funny. <laughs> I was like, Fanny? Really? Her name is Fanny? And I was like, that's your aunt. My mom was like, that's your aunt, Fanny. I'm like, she's not my aunt. She's never had any of the family reunions or anything. <laughs> you know, her I don't name even remember. is Fanny. <laughs> I can't even remember what she looked like, but she owned this nice farmhouse. And when we get there, there were like a bunch of toys and stuff, and there were all these kids there. There had to be like six or seven kids there that she was watching all at once. And we would like help out with farm chores and stuff. And then we would have like snack time and nap time and all this different stuff. And then I remember one time I was wandering around the house outside, and there are these goats in the back of the house, and there were all these like leaves on the ground and these goats for eating them and i like picked one of the leaves up and started trying to eat it and and then i don't remember anything after that <laughs> it's like a hole in my memory and then the goats are gone so i don't know what the fuck happened <laughs> you blank out I, I don't know maybe i got butted in the head by a goat i have no idea maybe i got abducted by aliens i there's a hole in my memory and I can't account for it at all other than to say that like yeah some goats were there and then they weren't <laughs> it's just true generally in life there were some goats there and then there weren't yeah yep I can say that that happens a lot to me there were Look, goats and then there weren't goats. The, the, the sudden appearance of goats followed yes. by the disappearance of goats. Literally on a on an hourly basis, probably. Do you think that goats know how wily they are? Or are they just wily to the point that they they don't even think about being wily? The goats that you would consider to be assholes completely understand their wily nature and and lean into it. Uh, the goats that you would consider to be more well-behaved either don't lean into it or don't have any idea. When I volunteered at the horse farm, there was there was one goat in particular who was my buddy. He just, I mean, he just had a goofy face. 
and he stuck out to me. He said the same thing about you. Probably. Yeah. He stuck out to me though. He was like, this guy's goofy. And 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 he would always come up to me and and want to talk to me and like sniff my clothes and stuff. <laughs> want to talk to me. I had some great conversations with this guy. Well, no, like you know how animals, some animals latch on to you and they'll be yeah. like, hi, hey, you know, in whatever language that particular animal speaks. Did you just kick a, a guitar? My phone was propped up on something and dropped like this far. That's how much noise that made. That was a ridiculous amount. It sounded yeah. like you kicked a guitar. No, no. My phone dropped drum. like a fucking eighth of an inch off of a pencil. That's <laughs> like the cool. noise it made. That was crazy. Well, oh, it's close to the microphone, but still. That's funny. It's like you dropped a fucking guitar. <laughs> <laughs> no, if I had dropped one of my guitars, I would have been like, motherfucker. Yeah. You know. Speaking of that, you're making music now. I have a sound bite that I have to send you or share with you when I see you next time because I don't know if I can send it. That is fucking amazing. So, what is your honest opinion of that music that I've been putting out? Initially, it's not necessarily the type of stuff that I would classically listen to, but Given the fact that you're the one making it, I'm inc- I'm inclined to listen to it, and I right. do like it. Well, I do you. think that you've got, you know, you've got the fundamentals down on that stuff, and it's like earwormy type stuff. You know what I mean? Where mm-hmm. it gets caught, and then I find myself, you know, um, playing my guitar and playing some of the like just basic beats of things that I've heard. Well, if you ever want me, if you ever want to like collab with me on that, let me know, because if you want to throw your, your guitar wisdom into a show, a song, I mean, it won't be I've long thought before, about it. It won't be long before I have an interface where we could just plug any instrument in right into Fruity Loops and use any uh, of the in-amp. I have like a, a plug-in that has like a shit ton of fucking like guitar amp modeling um, amp modeling yeah like it has like like multiple pedals that it emulates that's awesome at the same time so you can have all kinds of distortion and delay and echo and everything else that you want and it has like i think like 90 presets and unlimited ability to make your own so um like that's like i have like a long-term plan like I want to get this mic interface because it has four interface inputs, which are multiple types of inputs. You can either put an XLR, which is like a mic cable, or you can put it in an instrument. It also has, so it has a total of eight inputs, four of which are mic capable. It has a MIDI input and a MIDI output. And uh, it has microphone outputs built in, or I'm sorry, uh, headphone outputs put built in. So the whole thing is one module. So we can actually monitor ourselves as we're working. Um, but I can plug in an instrument. I can plug in a keyboard and use that like a controller in Fruity Loops to produce you know, sound right there on the fly and record it as opposed to uh using the sequencer 
and then I can I, I that'll create a more human sound too to my music. Mm -hmm. But eventually, I want to buy a keyboard that has MIDI output, and then I want to buy a guitar, and I want to start, you know, incorporating uh, like a bass guitar uh, into that pedal system that I did, did told you about, and start, you know like adding again more instrumental shit to my music like actually learning how to be a musician like i figure if i'm gonna make music i might as well know how to do it on multiple levels well i mean that's the best way to make it well i think it's what sets a musician apart from someone who's just playing around you know like i'm just right now i'm just playing around you know i'm not really a musician because i don't know what i'm doing but if I pick up an instrument and learn how to play it, learn how to construct a song, and then I come back to Fruity Loops, I'm going to produce something that's a lot more authentic and it's going to be a lot more powerful and it's going to be truly more musical because I'll have learned the fundamentals. Up until now, there's been no motivation for me to actually learn to play the guitar. But what I've been doing in Fruity Loops recently is using a, a series of plugins and source modules to create something as close to a guitar as possible for the sound. Like in that one song I did black symphony mm -hmm. and um, my idea is like, okay, well I can look in free loops and see, Oh, I played this chord, this chord, this chord, this chord to make that sound. Now I have to learn how to play those four chords on my guitar in that order. And once I've learned that, I'm going to start to get a feel for the guitar and then I'm going to start experimenting more. And I'm going to start thinking like, what if I did this? And eventually it's going to become kind of second nature. So I'm going to learn the guitar the way I learned math, which is completely ass backwards from the way everyone else does it, <laughs> but it's going to work. I know it's going to work because it's task driven. It's not, it's not goal. It's, not, it's different than, than being like lesson oriented. I never learn through lessons and I never will. It's just not the way my brain is wired. But if I have an actual task that I need to complete and learning the guitar is part of it, I'll somehow learn to figure out how to play the guitar. It, it, it's just how my brain works. Yeah. And it's a shame it took me until I was almost 46 years to get there. But I'm ready now, you know. There's people that don't find their passion in life till they're in their 60s or 70s or 80s. So, right. Well, when I say it's a shame, it's because I have less time left to enjoy it, which maybe is a fatalistic viewpoint. Yeah. But is it not a realistic one? I'm 46. I'm 40. I'm 45. Yes, right and now. no, in because week, I think, you know, in if one you, week's time, I'll be 46. So, if you, if you were, you know, uh, more knowledgeable at a younger age you would have probably grown tired and stopped doing it at some point anyway so i realized to... i realized something right now if you ask me to make just about anything in photoshop i could do it and it would be photorealistic and it's not a, and let's just divorce time from the, the equation and just say i could do it it might take me a while but i could do it so 
Why is that? Why am I capable of that? Because I've been doing it for 25 years. I was going to say, you have certain skills. Yes, I have a certain set of skills that allows me to erase you from the earth, quite literally, in a photograph. And they can say, you were never there. Never there at all. Yeah, and, you know, it's, for me, it's, I don't want to say easy, but it's old hat. And I am 46 now, so 46 plus 25, 71, right? If I if if medicine is the way it is now, and if I start, you know, if I start actually taking my fucking health more seriously, I might live to not only be that old, but to be in relatively good condition at that age. And if I spend the next 25 years focusing on learning how to play music, I'm gonna be as good at that as I am now at Photoshop. Which will be to say, and this is without trying to be a braggart, an intimidating level of skill. You know, I know this about myself. There's a few things I'm really, really good at, and I am not afraid to boast about them because I can back it the fuck up. And Photoshop is one of those skills. I just, I don't know. But what troubles me, the difference is that when I see a picture in my head, I can make it happen. You know, whatever it is, I can make it real. With music, when I think about it, it's like, I don't even know where to begin. Like I have dreams where I'm making music and the music is indescribably awesome and, and good. And, and I'm like, how do I how do I wake up and take this and, and use it before it gets lost? And then you wake up and you completely forget it. You, mm -hmm. you wake up with the intention of writing it down somehow. And it's like, no, nope, it's gone. I've left myself voice memos where I like did the, like the progression or whatever it was that I, that I heard in my head. And later on I listened to it and went, the fuck's that supposed to be right. <laughs> yeah i'm like what that didn't even yeah. make any fucking sense well yeah they always talk about dream journals like you know you ever like read about dream journaling mm -hmm. they always be like keep a thing by your bed and when you wake up write down what you dreamt yeah mine would be the most unintelligible fucking it's, gobbledygook yeah. yeah like the notes that i've meant to be like special loaf for bedroom Fancy bedrooms require this. Fancy bedrooms and kitchens in Hollywood enjoy this. <laughs> what does that mean? It was so important in the dream, but I don't remember the in context at all. All I know is that fancy loaves and Hollywood kitchens. Mine would be like, I wish I could suck my own dick like I can in my dreams on every fucking page. I'd be like, God damn it. I'm so one track minded on this. Every time you're in the dream, when it happens, you're like, oh, yeah, I forgot I could do this. <laughs> you're like, oh, yeah. Why don't I do this all the time? Yeah, but in real life, you would never forget you could do that. No, you would never forget. You'd be like, like, I'm having a stressful day. Just like, yeah. just like when you first discover beating off and you'll do it for any fucking reason whatsoever. Oh, my hamster died. Ugh, I'm going to rub <laughs> one out. <laughs> I got an A on the test. Yeah, I'm going to rub one out. Going to rub one out.
gonna rub one out. <laughs> I, I don't need a, a fucking piece reason. Of leg. Oh yeah, I saw a piece of skirt. Oh yeah, she pulled her leg up to scratch her let knee, and I came in my pants because I'm twelve and I can't help myself. Yeah, I made it weird there at the end. Yeah, only because you said you were 12. But that's how it is when you're 12, right? When you're 12 years old. Okay, okay. So here, when you're 12 years old, the most... A stiff breeze. Yeah, the most absolutely normal situation. Mundane. So sexualized to you. Like, a woman could be walking in the park, right? And stop and lift her leg up to scratch her ankle. Now she lifts her leg up to pee on a hydrant, then it's on. <laughs> but no, like she reaches up to scratch her ankle and in so doing slightly reveals more of her thigh than usual. And dude, your heart is a rock for like an hour and a half and you save that in your spank bank and you will use it later. That's not normal now. Oh. Well, now I'm not saying it. No, it's still but but what I'm saying is like when you're 13 years old, when you're 12 years old, that has the ability to produce like it's unfair how how good your hard-ons are when you're too young to legally use them. True that. Like we should be able to reserve that for later in life. Like, I wasted every single good one the first six months that I was able to do it. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. I was like, oh, might as well use it. Use it or lose it. I remember having a severe amount of guilt about masturbation. Well, I'm a Catholic, so of course I had that. Yeah. So what I would do is I'd tell myself that if I do it one more time, I'm going to hell. And then and then I would just lay off on myself for like days and days and days and days. And I mean, now... Days and days and days and days. That's just being old. It's like yeah, it's uh, like I don't have the motivation most days. I'm like, eh, uh, I could do that, or I could not. <laughs> and you know what you do when you'd say that? You're like, wow, I, I could not. Oh, I can actually sleep tonight without jerking off. Wow, that's so liberating. And then when you do do it, it's like magical because you've waste you've waited four days so it's like the sweet load <sighs> the sweet load well i don't know you if know, it's sweet or not i don't usually eat it so well no 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 but that's what my friend used to call it i had a friend who used to call it uh the sweet load he's like what's the, i was like what's the sweet load he's like that's because you know you jerk off every day i was like well yeah of course he's like well don't jerk off for a week. And I was like, okay, why? He's like, because it builds up. I'm like, okay. He's like, and when you come, it fucking rules. It's like, well, I'm like, well, when you come, it rules. He's like, no, no, no. It's like 10 times better. I'm like, okay. He's like, they call it the sweet load. And then he proceeded to yell at a person in the yard because we were driving. He proceeded to to shake his fist angrily at someone in traffic and tell me that that was a good thing to do. So I don't know. I'm getting you know mixed messages from this guy. <laughs> there was also a girl I wanted to to get with back then. This was like high. This is like right after high school. He's like, 
he said, he said, the best advice I can give you isn't for me. It's from Rocky. He said, sometimes you just got to go for it. <laughs> Very strange guy. He later turned out to be like a, like a Bigfoot guy. You know, one of those people who's like really into Bigfoot and trying to find proof of Bigfoot all the time. Mm-hmm. And like really into like ancient aliens and stuff. And he was always like trying to make us watch. Like he threw a party about Bigfoot and tried to have all the guests sit and watch Bigfoot documentaries all night. But obviously no one wanted to do that. So we just talked through them all, which kind of frustrated him. And you could tell he was getting on edge. And it was like, I was like, dude, dude, you can't just expect to feed people alcohol. And then, you know, take these socially starved people and have them sit and watch documentaries with you. That's really not a realistic expectation at all. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, it was a successful party. People showed up, people connected, people had fun. You know, the, the, there was a, a feverish kind of like, camaraderie that went through the evening and everyone went out to smoke at the same time and the party had a rhythm that's good man you can't ask for that that just happens you can't expect a bunch of people with alcohol with you know early stage alcoholism (laughs) to sit and watch a fucking series of documentaries with you it's just not realistic man no No matter how much you manufacture it and I mean he went all out he bought beers that were that were like like Bigfoot themed. He gave us like name badges that had different nicknames of like different types of. There's one on my wall right now. It says there's two of them. One that says Wood Booger and one that says Skunk Ape. Both I've of seen which that are before. both of which are different names for Bigfoots. <laughs> He was such a strange guy. I feel bad because, you know, I had introduced him to a a friend of mine and we had connected pretty well. And it seemed like, yeah, they had strange ideas. And we were like, well, you know what? That's fine because I have strange ideas and my friend has strange ideas and we can intermesh and everything will be fine. But this guy, he just went off the deep end. He was like, he's like, I'm going to have a paella party. And everyone's invited. And he gets all everyone all psyched up about this all summer long. He's like, yeah, you wait. At the end of summer, we're going to have a pie party. About the pan and everything. He's all excited. The week of the pie party comes. And he's like, yeah, pie party, party is off. And then he refuses to talk to anyone after that. Forever. Your pie privileges have been denied. Removed. Yeah. No more paella for us. We never even got to try the paella. But no, it was just like he just decided to like cut us all off. It was weird. It was like hmm. he had like this midlife crisis or something. And I don't know. I don't know why the fuck I'm talking about this guy. I had no idea. Let's tell you why. Because I'm on my third mad elf. Brought to you by Troggs Independent Brewing Company, based out of Pennsylvania. Woohoo!
Well, I think it's about time to wrap up. Oh, you think so, do you? Yeah, I do. Okay. <laughs> We've kind of been skating along the edge of nothingness for the, for the last <laughs> 45 minutes. I thought we were getting interesting. See, that's the alcohol speaking. True. She, you should, she, she, you should have been drinking, Mike. And then you would have been on my level. I could have been, but uh, I was too lazy to get up and go downstairs and get any. No such thing as uh, a bad habit shared. I don't know what I'm trying to say, but yeah, yeah. You don't need to share my vices. Oh, it's my vice too. I just uh, had to keep that shit under control. That's all. Well, it's a week for my birthday today, so I am uh, I'm pre-celebrating that. I'll remember now that you've mentioned it to me numerous times. Well, thank you. You don't have to get me anything or do anything, but I'm gonna come over and uh, give you my dick in a box. Well, after we're done recording, we can figure all the details of that out. We should close up. <laughs> once you said dick in a box i was done i was out <laughs> that was it we're we're finished now well now my interest has shifted <laughs> my interest has shifted you know i I'd, I'd love to talk about my dick in a box more but uh we are way way out of time like overtime out of time so that'll have to be a story for another time if anybody's really that interested in hearing about it merry christmas and Thank you again for listening to Storytime with Tom and Mike. We hope you enjoyed it as much as we enjoyed giving to you. Giving it to you like all the Christmas spirit and fun, jovial stories that we told tonight. And uh, I mean, while you're skimming out your uh, Christmas hot tub neighbor's relative pieces of whatever gristle, you know, you'll think about this and smile. Chokes in the hot tub, chokes in the hot tub. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>